0: Do you ever feel like you are just flying by the seat of your pants day by day, week by week, and month by month, and by the end of the year, you're looking at your progress that you've made, and you're just feeling like, gosh, you didn't get as much done as you wanted to get. Like you wish that you were a little bit more strategic and that you could have a little bit more of a plan. Well, in today's episode, I'm going to help you specifically learn how to plan out your week so that you can feel confident and that you can step into that ownership in that CEO role and really truly feel like you know what you are doing, that when you show up to each of your work blocks, you know exactly what you should be working on. So if you're ready for this, let's get right to it. Welcome back to the Purpose Gathering Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Freehan, and I'm here for all you mom photographers out there feeling overwhelmed trying to raise a thriving family and build a profitable business you love. I'm a business and motherhood coach, brand photographer, podcaster, wife, and homeschooling mama saved by grace, so I can totally relate to the never-ending to-do lists Hey, mama, welcome back to the show. I am so excited to be here with you today and really share with you my process for what it looks like to plan your week like a CEO. Now, each business is going to be different. So, of course, I want you to walk through these steps and make it your own. But I want to give you just three really simple steps that you can use to make this really easy for you. Step number one is going to be to map out your availability. Now, we all have different schedules, different age children, different commitments, different business structures. Um, Everything is going to look a little bit different for you, right? You have a different amount of time that you can focus on your business. And so the first thing that you need to do is actually figure out what does your availability look like? you need to map out your work blocks and when you're going to find time to actually get things done. Now, if you listened to last week's podcast episode, I talked about how to survive school breaks with your kiddos at home. And we really talked about the importance of childcare. And I know sometimes that can be hard to hear because maybe you are on a tight budget already. And maybe you feel like hiring childcare is just not within reach. But I really want to challenge you to get creative. There are so many creative ways to get childcare without spending a whole lot of money. And so it's just in my opinion, I have been a mom and a photographer for almost 12 years. And I am telling you that without dedicated childcare, it will continue to feel impossible to try to juggle all of the things. So I shared some examples in last week's episode, but I also have an entire episode dedicated to giving you creative ways to get work done with kids at home. So some of them are childcare related. Some of them are, you know, just getting work done in pockets of time. So it really does cover, you know, from newborn all the way up to more school aged kiddos. So it's going to give you, I feel like, a very wide variety of ideas. So you can check out episode number 112 of the podcast as well. So. Why is it important to map out your availability? I think this is 100% key when you are wanting to create a plan, right? You have to know when you are going to work. So instead of just saying like, "Oh, I'm going to get these tasks done on Monday, you need to have specific times based on when you're going to be able to get this done. Now, of course, as moms, we have to be flexible with it, right? And so you this is why I don't love relying on nap time and things that can, you know, easily just change and interrupt our day. And so it's just important to have this time dedicated and carved out that you know is like this time I know that I can rely on. Um, so creating those time blocks is really important. We do have to stay flexible. I totally understand that. Um, but as detailed as you can get and as close as you can stick to your schedule, I think the best. Um it's just the best plan of attack, I feel like. Um, Okay, so now that you sort of have your availability mapped out, and again, it might be different for you every week. My personal preference is to create a standing schedule that just rotates every week so that I know what to expect, right? I think that the more consistent that you can be with your schedule, the better you will be able to execute your plan because your brain is not always thinking of like, oh, shoot, what's coming up this week? What's coming up next week? You automatically just know like, oh, Monday mornings, we do this on Tuesday afternoons, we have this class or whatever. So try to keep it as consistent as possible. Okay, step number two is going to be to write out all of your tasks by category and focus. I personally like to use Asana because I have so many different moving parts in my business that it helps me to organize those big chunk categories, if you will. So like marketing, for example, my podcast, I have anything related to the Efficient Mom Photographer program. That is my 12-week group coaching program. I also have like a personal and homeschooling board. I have a home base board. I have a photography board. So these are all different lists, if you will, or boards where I can help create my task list for each of those categories, and then I'm able to even take it a step further and classify it by focus. And what I mean by that is what tasks can I do when my kids are around, right? Like those phone calls or like a quick email, or you might not want to work while your kids are around at all, um, especially if your kids are in school. And I totally understand that. But, you know, some of this that I'm speaking to is for people who have younger kids or who homeschool, and so your kids are around. And so you kind of obviously have to select, right, if if you want to work while your kids are around or not. Um, so but I still think that it's really helpful to have this focus list where you're like, okay, I can do some of these tasks when my kiddos are around, I can do these tasks and be easily interrupted. Like, obviously, no one wants to be interrupted, but it would be okay if I was working on choosing pictures to post on social media versus like I'm sitting down and writing a blog post, right? That would need more of your dedicated attention and you probably are not going to want to be, you know, continuously interrupted during that. And so I feel like having this category by focus just really helps you understand when you can do things. So then step three is to start to group your days and time blocks by category. So this ensures that you know what you're going to be working on, which specific tasks you're going to be working on. And so I like to use the time blocking concept where I think, you know, mapping out the your ideal week and the different parts of your day and where important things are going to go, where your work tasks are going to go, where your personal tasks are going to go. I think a lot of times we can get really focused on either business or our personal life. And we tend to be really good at one and neglect the other. But I do feel like it's really important that we find that balance and that we are prioritizing both our business things and our personal things. And we can do that by creating this ideal week of what the rhythm to our day looks like. And when you notice that something isn't working, it's really important that you adapt and shift and fix that, right? So for example, I used to have my CEO days on Thursdays, and I kept like skipping that and not doing it. And I would do other things, because Thursdays were just really hard for me. So now I shifted my CEO day to be on the weekend, when I know that I have my husband home, and he can take care of the kids, while I can just strictly focus on those CEO activities. And if you're kind of curious what that is, what that even looks like, actually did another episode on the podcast that is what to do during your CEO day specifically, like what are those tasks that you should be focusing on thinking of the future of your business, because that really truly is the key, I feel like to having a sustainable and successful photography business is always looking ahead, always thinking about, you know, systems, always thinking about, how I'm handling and managing my time. How can I streamline things? How can I make things more efficient? That is the goal and the key. And that is why I created my new group coaching program, The Efficient Mom Photographer, because I kept hearing from mamas that they were struggling. They were struggling with the time management piece, like they didn't understand How to plan things, how to vision cast, how to even set goals for their business, how to find that work-life balance, and what it looks like to implement systems in their business that could create freedom, time freedom, so that they're not always thinking, what should I be doing? They have a sustainable system in place for each area of their business. So if you're thinking to yourself, like, yes, all of those things are things that I struggle with, and I really want help with those, I would love to invite you to check out more details about this program. Um, you can head on over to the purposegathering.com slash coaching and check out more details on that. What I love about the program not only is the content that walks you through a lot of those things that I just mentioned, but there's also a lot of coaching support. Um, My heart as a coach is to really come alongside you, encourage you, and help you uh, not only To get past what you're dealing with, but give you the tools and the strategies so that moving forward outside of the coaching program, you know what to do. I want to give you the skills to become successful in each and every area of your business and your personal life. So I am so excited about this program. It just lights me up. I have just loved so much pouring into this program, and I would love to come alongside you and be that guide for you as well. We do talk so much in the program about planning and really becoming that CEO, right? Really taking each and every step of your business and taking a really close look at it and figuring out what can you do? How can you make things simpler? How can you make things more efficient and, you know, more enjoyable? Because Really, truly, that is what is so important about being a business owner is finding the joy in it, right? When it doesn't become fun anymore, like what do we need to do? What do we need to change in order to, to make the fun happen? So one thing that I used to do that I haven't done lately, but I have found it to be really helpful is to batch all of my like tasks together in one day. So for example, on Tuesdays, I would work on everything related to my efficient mom photographer program. On Wednesdays, I would focus on like self care and adventuring with my kiddos. On Thursdays, that would be a school day for us and then I would just focus on podcast things. So I've done that before in my business and it seemed to work really well. However, that was when I had both of my kids in school full time. And so I had a lot more time. And so I was able to sort of dedicate one day to each of those things. So if you do have that flexibility in your schedule, I 100% recommend doing that batching your tasks in one specific day. I just feel like it's so helpful. Another thing that I have done in the past that I have loved, but I kind of got away from it when I like dove headfirst into planning for the summit and stuff that I just did was I would batch my Weeks. And so each week of the month, I would focus on something different. So it would be email marketing on one week, where I would all of my work blocks would be dedicated to all things email marketing um, or any marketing in general, right? Like email marketing um, is one of my biggest uh, ways that I like to market. And then my second week would be all focused on the podcast. Now, of course, this is hard for photographers, right? Because we can't just be like, oh, hey, I'm not going to do any client work. So I would definitely recommend having time blocks set aside in your schedule for client work, but you also have to have time in your schedule for other things. So I think I would have standing client time blocks, client work time blocks, and then I would either batch my day or batch my week based on what I was going to be working on. So for example, if you have a blog, you could do dedicate, you know, one entire week to working on your blog. um, And then one entire week of working on social media, or whatever your different buckets of things that you are interested in, and that you are focused on for growing your business, that is how I would sort of break this down. Another thing that is kind of coming to mind right now when I'm thinking about this and how to explain it to you guys is when you get sort of those random to-dos that pop in your head and you're like, oh shoot, I really need to get that thing done. These are things that are like outside of the norm, outside of your systems and your repeatable processes that you walk through already like week by week. These are just kind of like those one-off things it's really important that you get that out of your head right away, right? Put it somewhere. I personally like to do brain dumps, and then I organize my brain dumps and create tasks for them in Asana. But because I've been doing this for so long now with Asana, it's really simple for me to just open my phone, click on the My Tasks section, and then just quickly add a task. And I assign it. It already automatically assigns it to myself because I added it in My Tasks. And then I just set a due date. And I put the due date like right away, even if I know I'm not going to be able to get to it right away. And the reason for that is because visually, it reminds me that I need to put a due date to it. So I think that's something that's really important is that we need to stop accumulating our to-do list in our head. We need to get it out, and we need to actually put an assignment to it of when am I going to get to this. And for me, if I put it on just like a general list, it likely will not get done. I likely will not refer to it. When I sit down to work, I literally go to my task section, and whatever is assigned to me that day is what I work on. And then at the end of the day, if I did not get everything done in that day, I am trying to be super diligent about about understanding my capacity, and then not scheduling that many things on the next day. And so every day, I have a clean slate. So I don't have overdue tasks. And I'm able to see, okay, tomorrow, I have to get this done. Like that is a priority tomorrow. And that really helps me to just see what is on my agenda. And I'm able to tackle it. So we talked about that episode that I mentioned about your CEO date. One of the things that I think is really important during your CEO date is to plan your week. So just like we're talking about here, uh, we're talking about planning your week, some of this will already be done, right? Once you do step one, and you have your time blocks already set aside, and you know your availability, like you'll just be able to skip straight to step two, which is Creating that task list and you'll probably throughout the week already have your task list and now you'll just have to prioritize it and plug it into the appropriate time blocks and then you'll actually be able to start executing on those items. So I hope that you have found today's episode to be helpful. I hope that as you are enjoying the summer with your kiddos that you are able to see that you can get lots of work done, even though your kids are at home, there's going to be some different, you know, ways that you approach it. But you can get stuff done when they're home, it's just going to look different, right? So I hope that you have enjoyed today's episode. If so, I would love for you to share it with a friend, so that they can get a picture of what it looks like to plan their week. And I really hope that you would join us if you are not already a part of our Organized Mom Photographer Facebook community. I love hanging out in there and being able to just inspire you and encourage you and have conversations about what it is like to be a mom and a photographer. And if you are interested in more support and more help in your business, be sure to check out the Efficient Mom Photographer 12-week group coaching program and I cannot wait to chat with you more. As always, Mama, I am here rooting for you, and you are not alone on this journey. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Purpose Gathering podcast. As we end our time together, remember that you were created for more. You can do hard things, and life is about more than just surviving. So go out there and live your life with confidence and courage. To become a part of our free online community and connect with like-minded mom photographers, head on over to the mamas I'm so proud of you for listening and investing in your future. Together, let's link arms and make a lasting positive impact on our families and communities. You've got this, girl, and I can't wait until next time.